I know that shirt. Yeah. Do you I have don't know too? those jeans. You don't have these jeans? Jeans don't seem very pajama-y. Oh, well, actually, it's an optical illusion. It's the pattern <laughs> on the pants. Um, what are those? They're pajamas. Cashmere? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those um, like funny pajama pants that like look like they're not pajama pants. Oh, like those ones, are funny. Like the ones that look like uh, you're wearing like a tuxedo or a suit. Right. You know? No, you can hear how hard I'm laughing. That's how funny they are. It's weird. You're not even smiling. <laughs> Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe you didn't think it was funny. That would be crazy. And some other people that aren't laughing right now are Arsenal fans. Yeah. In fact, Jake, they might be crying because they are in very poor form. Well, crybaby Arsenal fans. Honestly, I don't know if you've seen it on Twitter, but it is shocking. Like, like, like it's not people our, are freaking out. Is it Arteta like, out yet? Or No. I mean, should I, I shouldn't say yet. Yeah, I should say again. <laughs> yeah, no. What I what I have loved, though, is the making fun of Arsenal tweets yeah. that are like, um, you know, when, when they finished the season with eight combined players in the Bayern Arsenal, like, 11s. and Like, like it's going through all their list of achievements yeah. this season that the fans have come up with, but then they still don't have a trophy. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty clever. Well, they have the community shield, so. Well. Yeah, but and we we don't want we to don't dis- care about we the don't community. want to discredit the most important. Trophy. Nobody needs a shield it's this not, day and it's age. Not even a trophy, actually. It's a shield. You're right. Yeah. So Captain America. Mm. I just not gave a, a real great counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? See, <laughs> <laughs> I thought those movies were documentaries. <laughs> Could you imagine? You have shattered my entire life. <laughs> um, but no, it is dare I say crisis time for the Gunners who, off the top of my head. I want to say they've lost four of the last six. So if we're just talking Premier League, Jake, yeah. their last five, they lost to Villa, they beat Brighton, they drew Liverpool, they lost to West Ham, and they lost to Fulham. So what was that? I mean, that's five games. I know it wasn't. <laughs> like the, the scores losses. or the number of losses. Yeah. Uh, they have three losses, one draw, and one win. Okay. Add the FA Cup, yep. and then it's four and last seven? Four and, and last six? Yeah, but... Right before that, too, they weren't very convincing in a 4-3 victory over Luton away from home. That is true. Um, I think we commented on that, how it wasn't a great sign for, for possibly for things to come. And we were right. Yeah. Because no, they it's... continued that um, performance into matches against, you know, <laughs> actually decent teams. Right. And Which they didn't get results. Definitely a bummer for them. I don't know. Did you see the post-game reaction that came out of uh, Mikel Arteta? Which game? The Liverpool one for the FA Cup. Um, no. Oh, he was pissed. He was throwing uh, bins around, as it were. Bins being, like, for kits and stuff and about, telling them that they were shit. About and, the players. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in his post-match thing. And Interesting. Honest, I can't really disagree with him, but he doesn't strike me as the kind of manager that's super effective with, like, the, the blow-dryer treatment. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, you have to kind of – not cater to the type of players. Right. You're the manager. You can pick whatever style you want, especially behind closed doors. Uh, it's a completely your choice. You don't have to like put up a face for the media. That's mostly behind the scenes, unless you're doing the all or nothing documentary. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think maybe those personalities in that locker room aren't made for that sort of treatment. And it hasn't worked so far, at least on this stretch of games, um, and I think what really epitomized their poor performance against Liverpool in the FA Cup was uh, Ben White was trying to, like, shield the ball in his own corner. Yeah. And then Curtis Jones just steals it off him and then plays it around him and 
Ben White has to just push him to the yeah. ground and get a foul. And the jokes make themselves because Arsenal fans have been talking about how he's like the second best or like right back how, in the Premier League. Or like how underrated he is. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, man, he got embarrassed and then had a poor reaction to it, you could say. And uh, something that our friend Thomas pointed out is that he's the orangest right back. Well, that's true. <laughs> there were the some League. great memes that came out after the game of like, like Mikel Arteta giving his team talk. And it's like Bradley Cooper in the in the, the, the A team, yeah, in the A team and the uh, uh, little tanning, tanning they're like doing the stand up one, yeah, yeah, doing pull ups. Ben, ben White during the post game talk is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> He's just got the goggles on and is like doing. <laughs> what they should uh, you know build onto that is when um, he gets taken, like it starts <laughs> sure. moving, and they it's throw like, him out of the club. Right? It, no, it, it's them uh, selling him. It, oh, well, that too. Driving yeah. away with yeah. uh, Bradley Cooper. Um, but yeah, uh, enough about Ben White because we don't need to talk. <laughs> we about We spent him. too much time on him already, Jake. <laughs> what I would say is this does bring up a constant talking point that I've seen to start this transfer window: is do Arsenal need a striker? Jesus is hurt again, apparently. He is. I don't think it's a big one, but still. But still, he's very injury prone, and that like is more a than like a one game out kind of thing. Yeah, and Ketia has shown, you know, strokes of brilliance, um, but not enough to carry them through sure. as title contenders. I bet they wish they still had Balogun. <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> um, Kai Havertz in the false nine role, not cutting it. He's one of the the slowest moving players in front of goal. Yeah. Him and Richarlison is just so frustrating, especially, especially because... Well, Richarlison is a pigeon. Richar- They're not particularly <laughs> fast. Richarlison is on, on the team I support, so just watching him like try to get his feet sorted, yeah. and then when he goes too fast, he just completely misses it, and he actually has the time at that point. Sure. But yeah, Havertz in front of goal, especially against uh, Liverpool, was you know not fun to watch if you're an Arsenal supporter. And, Which I'm not. Um, I actually, I lied earlier when I said I didn't hear anything from the post-match about Arteta because I do remember hearing him being asked about signing a striker in January and he said we have to back the players that we have right but like they don't have a backup you know I mean that's kind of that's kind of where I get confused is they could in theory bring in like a young kid that could fill in or like if you picture like somebody from like Brazil sure you know that they could just throw in there is it too late to bring in Gabby goal is he still a thing do you remember him no who he, he's got to be like 27 now he ended up going to like Inter Milan Gabby he was supposed to be familiar. like the next greatest thing out of Brazil and gotcha. he was a striker and he did horribly in Europe. I think I've seen memes about it. And I didn't understand, and now that makes sense. Yeah, let me, let me do you know, a quick do a little reconnaissance on the man. See His name's Gabriel Barbosa, and they call him Gabby. And he's now on Flamingo at 27 years old. So he's back in yeah, South but he was supposed to, like he was the best thing since sliced bread for Ooh. the Brazilians. And uh, yeah, so he went he went from Santos to Inter Milan to Benfica to Santos on loan to Flamengo on loan and now he's just at Flamengo. Brent, just to keep us a little off topic because I love being off topic. Hot topic. While you have your phone out, uh, if sure. you may, what year do you think sliced bread was invented? <laughs> 1923. My guess is it's got to be I I might go later. Like 40s or 50s, which seems ridiculous. 1928. Okay, so I was pretty close. Ooh, yeah, you were. I'm the other <laughs> half of my number <laughs> I was away from the right guess. My, my thought was, you know, when people settled into the suburbs and they were, like, going to grocery stores and stuff. Sure. Um, but, yeah. Makes but sense what about what that. about in uh, the aftermath of World War One? People just wanted a nice cold-cut sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like one of my favorite things is that A1 sauce 
was developed during the Civil War and all the things about like you know this what? guy. You know what would be great? A good steak sauce. It's like the guy that bowled a perfect game on 9-11. <laughs> it's the exact same. Um, anyways, we're a back. legend. Let's get let's get back to the topic. Um, what were we talking about? Wait, that oh, is the topic. Arsenal maybe needing a striker yeah. in January. Not a ton of options. There's the Guresi. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to say his name from Stuttgart. Stuttgart. Um, who's who's doing well and uh, could be viable option if yeah. you're not l- looking to like splash the cash right. with someone like uh, Boniface who's not going to be sold. Right. Or, I saw them linked with somebody like Solanke. Yeah. Who's going to go born with the last for like seventy million. Absolutely. And then like there's always been those links to Vlahovic, which had never been anything. Um, Dybala. Dybala's apparently like, available nine. for ten mil, but ten mil. Yeah. Um. But I mean, he is so injury prone. They don't need that position either. No, they don't. Um, I'm just throwing out names, sure, sure, Jake. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, call me crazy. Um, crazy. Hey, you, you, you literally <laughs> asked for it. Um, anyway, Jake, I, I do think Arsenal could use some help. But there's not – I mean, there obviously isn't a lot of business to be done in January. I was pretty excited at the prospect of maybe Brentford getting somebody like Ian Motson. And then he ended up going to Dortmund. Dortmund, yeah. I mean, there were no links there. That was just something that I personally wanted. Sancho's also going to Dortmund. Sancho going to Dortmund. So a lot, uh, a Premier League outgoing uh, to Borussia Dortmund, which is always a great place for yeah. younger players. But And uh, if you're done talking about the, the miserable form of Arsenal, you know, we... I we think we can move on. Okay, we didn't really have an outline. Um, but you're talking about some transfers, some January transfers. Sure. Um, one that's probably going to happen in between or be confirmed in between recording sure. and publishing is Timo Werner right um, from Leipzig to Tottenham which mm-hmm. came out of nowhere which those yeah. are the favorite my favorite ones same I, just yeah. because I don't like it being drawn out like Eve Basuma yeah. for Spurs that happened overnight I didn't see anything about it and then we signed him um, obviously uh, Timo Werner controversial yeah. in the sense that he had some problems in front of net with Chelsea? You could say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's fast. He is fast. He has some dribbling skills, and that's kind of the profile yeah. of a Postacoglu uh, player as, for a forward. So I don't hate it. You know who I wish Tottenham still had for this team? Like like in their prime? Two players. Can I? Can I? Think? Sure. Um, is it in the last 15 years? Yes. Bale. I guess yes. I, <laughs> no, that's not who I was thinking though. Um, what position? Midfielders, because that's where they need it the most. Uh, Dembele. Yes. Yes. And of all people. Of all people. Musa Sissoko. Sissoko. I think Sissoko would do really in a well. Six in, or an eight. At a, as an eight. As an eight. As just a go press everybody run the whole game with Dembele <laughs> behind. Like, I actually you think... You mean, like, uh, was it the Euros or the World Cup where he did really well? Euros? The World Cup. Uh, Euros. You're right. Euros? Yeah. yeah. I, but I'm picturing, like, coming off the back of that, if you had Anja's system, yeah. like, I feel like he would have been really good. I'm, I'm picturing, like, if you take that old Tottenham team and pluck them and put them into the Ange team now with, sure. like, Kyle Walker, with Prime a Danny young Rose. Danny Rose... Yeah. Uh, Alderweireld and Vertonghen, you'd need a different center back because they were too slow. Like they wouldn't be able to hold the Toby high line. Toby could maybe. Yeah, but they you'd need somebody nearly else. as fast as our. But then you now. throw in like a young Harry Kane. Sure. Son wasn't about, there yet. Uh, Adam Bayor. Oh yeah, Emmanuel <laughs> Adam Bayor would have been awesome. Son, son was I there. I actually think like that would have been 
awesome because they had yeah. such better players. Like, not that they're not a good team now, sure. but I just think that would have been very fun to watch. But So you're saying that, um, what's his name, Pochettino uh, got too much credit because you think I, those players were just really good? I think he, I mean, I think he deserves the credit for it. Sure. Like, like, he's part of the recruitment team for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that would have been so fun to watch an Ange team with Brent, that. I, I don't disagree. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see pretty much any hypothetical scenario with right. Spurs, especially with those players, like the 2015, 2016 season. Um, but yeah, Timo Werner, I think that is actually kind of a shrewd signing when yeah. you think about the fact that they're only paying salary for the next six months. Right. And then and an option to buy for like 17 eight, I think it, like, Euro, yeah, Euro. euros. No, 17 euros. <laughs> it's crazy. It's an absolute steal. <laughs> Fire steal. <laughs> um, I actually think he'll be a success with Spurs. I'm calling it now. I'm not saying he's going to score like 15 goals, sure. but just in terms of fitting the system in a, in a team where he's not expected to be great. Like I was about to say that. Yeah. The expectations coming from yeah. – Leipzig in the first place uh, to Chelsea after scoring 34 goals in right. season. And then he went back to Leipzig, did well at the start, but he was expected to be their number nine. Yeah. This is the first time in a long time where like he has no pressure. He is in a position battle with Richarlison now where yeah. it's just best man wins. And I feel like that could bring the best out of him because it's not like he's going into a place and then loses his spot. Sure. It's like he's going in knowing that he has to work hard, make a good impression, you know, and well, it's only for six months. Yeah, in, in an ideal world, they push each other enough where they both get into good Not form. Not physically. Right. Well, they might. <laughs> I don't know the temperaments of both of them. One's a pigeon. One's a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly menacing. Uh, but if they push each other <laughs> hard enough and are both in good form, you could Ouch. hypothetically play one on the left. Right. Um, have Johnson on the right. Especially while Sauna's gone. And, yep, and Kulisevsky uh, playing underneath in that Madison. I line. have loved Kulisevsky through the middle so far. Absolutely. This is unintentionally turned into a North London episode, but... Yeah, maybe I'll work <laughs> with that with the title. Sure. But uh, it's, it's where the bigger news is, all things considered, because, you know, last week was FA Cup. Right. Slash this past week, slash today, um, as it is Monday, and Man United were the last team to play their you know first go at it. Obviously, there's some replays, but yeah, um, I think you're seeing two North London sides with different trajectories, different totally. attitudes, um, which you know I think it's going to be just a cycle between those two teams for the next however many years. Yeah, where you know you have good years, you have bad years, new managers. We'll come, we'll come in, have a big boost, yeah. and the other one will decline. But um, I, I hope for just the Premier League's sake that Arsenal, you know, kick into gear a bit. Because as much as I would like to say Spurs could, you know, challenge for the title, I think yeah. Arsenal still are in a better place overall. Yeah. Farther along the, the Like path. structurally Absolutely. as well. Um, and, you know, City are pretty much a wild card this season. I don't think, wild card. I don't think Aston Villa are true contenders. So I, I think for the sake of an exciting finish for the Premier League to yeah. challenge Liverpool, I think Arsenal, you know, getting back on the horse metaphorically um, or buying a horse and naming it Lucky or something. <laughs> That'd be cool. Or what was the dog's name? Goal? I don't know what the horse's name is. No, I, was, I made that up. Oh. No, there's they, no horse. There's no horse? <laughs> Metaphorical horse. But we beat the Win. The dog's name Win. <laughs> oh, right. I knew it was something dumb. But if um, they got a horse. But if they got a horse, they should name it Lucky. Lucky. That's what you were just saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. Named after Britney Spears' song, Lucky. Not familiar, but... Really? This is a song about a girl named Lucky? This is a song about a horse named Lucky? Okay, maybe it'll be the outro. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, so get ready for that. Yeah, no, Drake, as, as we do look to... I mean, there's there's very few Premier League games being played in January. Um, United only have one. Yeah. Technically. Two. One. One, right. Their second game was this one. Um the FA Cup and their match. their game on the last weekend of January is technically on the first of February. Right. So one one Premier League game in January. Yeah. Honestly, they probably need it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for <laughs> them to have regrouping. A I mean, we this. I mean, I don't know that we need to get like totally into it. I was just saying before pre pre pod that um, the the middle like the upper middle of the Premier League table is funny because it's just filled with teams that people thought would do well this season with Brighton, Manchester United, and Newcastle, and then Chelsea and. Chelsea hit and miss. Like, I didn't think they were going to be awesome, but I thought second half of the season they'd be good. Mm-hmm. Obviously TBD, but just underperforming teams you thought would be challenging for top four, five, yeah. six. Turns out they're challenging for that Europa Conference League spot, of all things. Yeah. Uh, Brighton, Man U, Newcastle, Chelsea, they are nine points plus. Off of top four. And so are Wolves. Watch out. For, <laughs> honestly, like, they're doing well. I mean, they, they're losing Huang to the Asian Cup. Yeah. But um, him and, and Kuna have been good. Yeah, Kuna's been good. They are loaning out their tall striker that they brought in. Sasha, 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 Sasha. I still think of it as Raul Jimenez, but yes, you're right. <laughs> um, so they have, ooh, who do they have as a striker? I mean, Cunha kind of plays as it. No, he's like second striker. Why am I blanking? They they do have someone. I'm not. Hold crazy. on a tick. Hold on a tick. Pedro Neto. Nope. No, he's a winger. Uh, Silva's gone. Honestly, I don't recognize our him. our favorite. Fabio Enzo Silva. Gonzalez, nope. Nathan Frazier. Nope. Yeah, Is that it? That's it. Did they not have a striker? No. Hold on a tick. Let me check. Fact check. Fact check. Maybe he's it's a dumb and he's listed as a midfield. Yeah. Uh, Belgard has has played forward. He's listed as a midfielder, but he'll play more in the front line. Um, but yeah, they don't have a true out and out striker, so it'll be maybe um, a false nine sort of situation. Uh, so we'll see how they get along with that. But as we mentioned, not too many games in January, so hopefully that the miss uh, missing games uh, for Huang is not a sure. big deal. Uh, but yeah, just in general, a shout out to them. We picked them to be relegated. Yeah, um, it, could, it could happen. Probably and, not. And after, the fir- after the first game where they really should have beat Manchester United, United yeah. we, 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 uh, I don't think that was as good of a reflection on Wolves as it was a damning one on United, sure. though. But, I mean, you look at that game now and look at where they're both sitting on the table sure. and you think, you know, that seems They're right. pretty even <laughs> yeah. teams, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's just it, – it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the second half of the season. I sure. honestly – I don't really have any expectations, which I kind of like – you know, it's normally as I've said a it, neutral or as a, as man, a neutral, okay. like as I have no expectations. I, I really don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how Villa are going to keep doing free hit. I don't know how Liverpool are going to do without Salah. I don't know how, like I, I always say city's going to hit February and never lose, but based on how they're looking so far, I'm not entirely convinced that's the case this year. We have to point out they're getting Kevin De Bruyne yeah. back from injury. No, that's true. Played his first few minutes. Assist. Uh, assist. In the FA Cup, um, which unfortunately now they play Spurs. 
Yeah, bummer. Um, super bummer. You're I about th- to get blue mooned. Thought that was a trophy, possibly in our reach. I think it still is. I mean, I was actually hoping, and this sounds dumb, but I was hoping for Liverpool. Because yeah. if you look at who they put out against Arsenal, and if you look at their upcoming schedule this month, right. they just don't have the option to play their full-strength team sure. in an FA Cup match, especially because at that point they will have played both legs of the semifinal. Right. For the Carabao Cup, most likely in the final. I know that that's like a not a sure thing, but their best chance yeah. at a trophy. Anyways. Um, you mean they're not winning the Champions League? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll be a non-English team. I, was, I, think that's I don't awesome. know who it's going to be this year. Yeah. Unfortunately, Brent, not a Champions League podcast. But yeah. if, if you wanted to, we could shoot the breeze about it. Yeah. But I think we can talk about anything else. I think we can talk about whatever we want to. You know, we also have a, a big game coming up that we're both invested in. The Natty? Yeah, the uh, Natty Light Bowl. Um are we both invested? Are you? I mean, I grew up supporting Huskies. UW because my dad went to all their games dude. growing up. I went to some of their games growing up. Like, I've, oh, I was a big this. UW fan. I bought um, dogs. Blackberry liqueur. Uh huh. Let me pull it out for it. <clears throat> Ooh, to make purple. some purple gin drinks. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be all over that. Absolutely. Um, you're gonna be all over that. Ooh, up the bees. I was just saying, I'm worried that they're gonna get relegated. Which, which I think you're crazy. I know that they're only. Four, Four points, points out, out of, of the relegation. So with a lot of injuries and a lot of missing players, they get Tony back. But, I mean, he did just score a hat trick against somebody's U23 team. <laughs> I think more importantly, you should say that they're eight points ahead of Burnley because I think that's – I mean, they're at the very bottom, though, aren't I think they? No, oh, no they, I think yeah. that's their biggest competition. I think Luton you know, had some great wins, and they might, might, might sneak out to 17th. Yeah. But I think Burnley have just – Maybe I'm giving them, giving them too much credit and Luton not enough credit, but I still yeah. think. In my well, heart, they're about to in play. In my heart of hearts, they play Friday. Luton Burnley is the, the first game? match of the weekend. It's not the makeup game. I don't think so. Is it at Burnley then? It is. So yeah, not the makeup game, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think, I think, I think. The bees are fine. The bees are fine, and cool. I think Burnley have to beat out Everton or Forest. Mm. So, yeah. Well, as the bee dog, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Speaking of dogs, <laughs> mine has been whining this whole time. So, Jake, should we uh, wrap this up so I can let him out of your room? Let me let me just do a quick check. We started about 24 minutes ago, so I think that is fair. I I kind of brought that up because, I mean, I always watch the clock. Oh, you do? We do these, so. Man, you always got one eye at a time, another eye on me. On my whiskey. Oh. I don't really look at you that much. Okay. Well, I'm going to finish my whiskey. What's to look at? You're sadness. not wearing pajamas. You're wearing faux I pajamas. I told you they're pajamas that look like jeans. Okay. It's well, a big new thing. Well, for those of us that don't wear pajamas, uh, I guess wear pajamas next time because we're the Premier League podcast with the coziest dress code. I'm Ron Burgundy. And that dress code is Jamie's. We'll see you next time. This is a story about a girl named Lucky. 